Podcast City Network. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to another awesome episode of Urban Nerd Weekly. Today is Friday, May the 7th, and it's Season 7, Episode 12. Thanks for tuning in to Nerding Out today, you guys. On today's Nerd News Update, Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live. PS5 will be redesigned. Earth is spinning faster than it has in the last 50 years. Plus, it's Mother's Day weekend. So tune in, nerd out, to today's episode of Urban Nerd Weekly. So thanks for tuning in and nerding out with us once again, you guys. Before we get moving, I want to remind you guys about the Urban Nerd Weekly Discord channel, uh, uh, Discord server. You got any info about that, Nano Kitty Cat? It's called Urban Nerd Server for your information. Okay. We got it opened up for you guys. You know, we have like our different little channels. Check out the Nerd Lab. We're going to be doing some experimenting here and there. And we're going to be uploading stuff here and there with the Nerd Lab. Whenever we find out different new nerdy things, nerdy facts, we will definitely post there. As for the webisodes channel, we might be throwing y'all some sneak peeks about the new episodes up to come. We try to get you the content on time every time, but you know, life happens. Every time. So deal with it. If you love us enough, please support us, subscribe. And, you know, we got the highlights. We might be putting up some episodes on there um, earlier than we would for um, for um, our Friday. So we may end up putting them up on Thursdays for the Discord channel. If and you show no, show no, we push our stuff to the um, to the max and be able to do this right. <laughs> we can. And we're going to we push it out it. like beer turds. I'm constipated. I know. I- <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, we can't forget to mention to you guys about Urban Nerd Weekly merch. If you want to head on over to podcastcity.net backslash shop, you can find all the merch that Urban Nerd Weekly has to offer, including neck gaiters, t-shirts, hoodies, uh, Urban Nerd booty shorts, as well as stickers and them stream book bags from 2007. Before we before we stop plugging, I just got to ask Nano Kitty Cat, what's yeah. up? What's up with the... Uh, What's up with Kitty's Corner? See, what had happened was I live in a quite noisy environment, so it's kind of difficult for me just to plug things in. So here's a thought. It will be streamed on Twitch. Yeah, I'm going to try to use my Twitch and um, stream Kitty's Corner. It may not be Twitch Thoughtery. It may not be any of that. So I know I just lost, like, all my subscribers for saying <laughs> that I won't be taking my clothes off. But if you... If you want to come chill anyway, you know, come kick it. Um, details will be uploaded as soon as possible um, once I get the things squared away with the Twitch. For some reason, it hate mobile devices, like streaming it onto my tablet. Like it, it's I have I have noticed that it's a bit, it, it gives me shit when I'm trying to stream on anything besides my laptop. 
You know what I mean? So I totally get where you're coming from with that bullshit. Yeah, and I don't have a laptop right now. So um, <laughs> unless you guys are um, big enough fans, if you guys love me enough, you will purchase our merch and help Kitty get a laptop so she can stream Kitty's Corner. If you guys can't wait for it, you know, I, I will warn you, it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. It's going to be everything. <laughs> it's gonna be but everything gonna you be. wish it was bitch yeah we're gonna be a little bit everywhere we might end up being a little bit rude it's definitely for people who are 18 and older for, in your mouth right. and in your ear hole <laughs> right you're gonna take it in every hole and um <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah including your pores bitch so once I'm able just to get my tech upgraded enough for me to be able to stream on Twitch, I will most definitely be slapping it to you full force. Might even mess around and do it every day. I probably can't do it every day because I don't have that type of energy like um, space over here. Woo! But <laughs> I can definitely try to get it to you at least once or twice a week, depending right on. on how these schedules roll out. Because right yeah, right on. Kitty's still a mama cat and kitten needs to be tamed. Speaking of which, we're going to get into I'm that later on in today's episode, because as you guys have read in the title, today is the extra special Mother's Day episode of Urban Nerd Weekly. <laughs> so in order to get that quicker, we're going to go ahead and drop this digital download off up in your motherfucking hole. Like in the video game section of today's digital download we got sorry the beginning available on pc on may the 4th also on may the 4th we got the colonists available on playstation 4 xbox one and switch we also got skate city available on ps5 xbox series xs ps4 xbox one switch and pc available on may the 6th Available on May the 7th, we got Boulder's Gate Dark Alliance. Available on PS5, Xbox Series XS, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. We also got Resident Evil Village. Available on PS5, Xbox Series XX, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on the 7th. And last but not least, we got Hood Outlaws. My favorite. Uh, Outlaws and Legends. Available on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XX, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on May the 10th. In the music section of today's digital download, we got Rise Langston with Stalin Bollywood, available on May the 5th. On May the 7th, we got Lil Papa with Blessed, I guess. We also got Lil Zay Osama with Trench Daddy Deluxe. T Grizzly, my boy, with Built For Whatever. That sounds exactly like an album he should be coming out with. We got La Orange and the Mirror Blade with Imaginary Everything. We got the, the boy Quando Rondo, a.k.a. The Murderer, uh, with Still Taking Risks. We got All Black with TY4FWM. Uh, we got Cochise with Ben Bendow Crescent. We also got your boy Tusi with Thank You For Believing. On May the 9th, we also got Filthy Rich with Philip Beasley. And that is all for the music section. For the books coming out on May 4th, we have Hour of the Witch by Chris Bahalian, Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir, Arsenic and Adobo by Mia Mansalata. And for the movie section coming out on May 7th, we have Wrath of Man coming out nationwide, here today, coming out nationwide, The Human Factor nationwide, The Paper Tiger, The Waterman, coming out on video on demand or digital, and coming out on Netflix, we have Locked In. 
That's all for today's digital download. Sliding on over into today's nerd news update. Uh, first up on the docket, Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live last night, and he uh brought his mom out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Out. Uh... Yeah, so he was he he uh was the guest host of Saturday Night Live. He did a five minute monologue yesterday, which I thought was fucking hilarious. But uh, what did you think, Nano Kitty Cat? Um, I haven't had the chance to watch the thing all the way through, but but I'm I'm pretty sure I'd probably find it hilarious too, but in a whole different way. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, one thing I learned about Elon Musk on his Saturday Night Live appearance was that he has Asperger's syndrome, which, you know, one of the more notable people with the exact same part of the autism spectrum is Chief Keith. So first of all, let's just note that people with Asperger's get money. Uh, <laughs> let's not ignore that fact, first of all. Second of all, Elon Musk is a genius. He also brought his mom on. I don't know about that one, Chief. Uh, uh, what, 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 uh, what do you mean? Well, uh, what do you mean? I mean, anybody can send a car into space and not be a genius. First of like all, that. he didn't just send a car into space. All right. People told it him came back. To do it. He did it anyway. And it was just by the grace of luck that it came back and didn't explode. No, no. Let's 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 acknowledge the fact that Apollo 13 didn't even make it back and they had people on it. He sent a Tesla in the outer space and it came back. But see, why did he send a Tesla in the outer space? Nobody was asking for some raggedy ass car to be floating around the earth. You know what? They they trying to add to the amount of pollution that's hovering around Earth, so why not throw a Tesla up there? He didn't crank the car up while I was in space. First of all, let, let's let's let let me note the fact that he sent the car into space and it came back in one piece. Not even people go into space and come back in one piece. And yeah. as space, I know this. Third of all, the thing behind Apollo, that situation. At least they were trying to figure out more about what's going on out there so they could not, you know, have to worry about us being smacked with some type of spooky rock in the future versus Elon Musk and SpaceX. Man, they got debris falling all over place, all over the place from SpaceX. Like you can't First, I, 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 I see that that now we got a fact check. China has debris falling over the place. And we're going to get into that later on in today's, uh, the later part of today's nerd news update. China has debris falling back onto Earth that they sent back. And Chinese people go to school for year round and they still got shit falling back on us. Elon Musk has Asperger's syndrome and he is a product of the American educational system, which we know isn't the greatest. And he's he sent- the American government. He's an alien. He, well, he's not even an alien. You know what? We should invite him on the show so he can make a dumbass out of us aliens first like, of all on us, first of all if we could get elon musk on urban nerd weekly we wouldn't need to fucking ask for donations on soundcloud and paypal first of all yeah because we don't be on the street we lose so many freaking viewers elon musk suck <laughs> no 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 elon musk is a genius and not just because he has Asperger's, but first of all, let's 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 be clear. You're he right. He don't suck just because he got Asperger's. He suck because he's fucking dumb. Like no. I heard about the hyperloop and I heard about the errors and I heard about how 
how that won't even fucking work. Like they, their train got derailed by a pebble on the track. They have to account for like anything. Like if a human was, was to cross path with a car that's speeding that fucking quick, that's a death that's gonna fall in his hands. Like OSHA is gonna be up his ass like the fucking people who control <laughs> Elmo. Look, look, let's, let's, let's just get some facts straight. As a person that's been hit by a car, it don't matter if the car is manned by a human being or artificial intelligence. If you get in the way of car, your ass is going to lick asphalt, all right? Second of all... You should be able to know better than anybody else why the Hyperloop won't work. Second of all, if we're talking about the Hyperloop, let's just be clear. As two people who have had to suffer through MARTA in the city of Atlanta, the Hyperloop is a godsend. If you had, if we had the Hyperloop functioning properly, we wouldn't even need to get together money in order to get you into Urban Nerd Studios. You'd be here like, you'd be here like that. that. If we had the Hyperloop set up properly, there would be a whole, like, a whole different set of way better options to choose from than this bullshit. Second of all, that technology and things was possible. Next of all, Tesla not only is an amazing car, but it is on the forefront of autopilot technology. They're like neck and neck with Google. So let's be clear. Yeah, so more robots just to control our lives when our regular Honda Civics was getting us where we needed to go perfectly no, fine. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you know I'm the first person to talk about how the robot revolution is going to take us all out. But if Elon Musk is looking over here, dick riding Elon oh, Musk oh, loving his shit. Eat me. I'm not, <laughs> I don't dick ride. First of all, I don't dick ride nobody. You know I the told slide. in the last seven seasons of Urban Nerd Weekly, I have turned, I have told Donald Trump to eat shit. I have told Joe Biden to prove itself. So no, I don't, I don't dick ride anybody but if the hyperloop works we won't need marta new york won't need its mass transit system no major city or minor city would need its mass transit system because all transit systems would be available through the hyperloop it's not a it's not a flawed technology it's just it's just not finished yet i mean you are really discounting a lot of forms of transportations like did you forget about the airports and stuff and the regular rail train systems like that means that if you create this hyperloop you have to reroute legit roads you probably will have to reroute cities just in case the amount of wind from that fucking thing alone blows everybody to bits no because once no, you go no, that no, back, no 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 because the, the hyperloop and the hyperloop the hyperloop is designed to go underground. So therefore, we avoid all of the wind that disrupts everything else. We don't have to no. we don't That's have to rely on the rail system that we have to currently rely on the mass transit system of any major metropolitan city or any interstate transit system that we rely on currently, such as Greyhound. Because let's not forget Tesla is also behind 
the autopilot technology for buses. We see all of that and eighteen wheelers and semis. So not only Fresh. that, we'll be getting goods and services vis-a-vis autopilot technology, which we don't have to rely on people. So if such a thing as another coronavirus pandemic hits, we don't got to even slow down a little bit because the hyperloop technology will be compensating for that. Practically speaking, you can make that sound good to the ear, but scientifically speaking, you are going to kill multiple people because you can't, you can't lack for the amount of air pressure that comes along with being inside of a cabin like even on regular martyr trains you're able just to feel that whenever it goes through a tunnel now once you're going underground through a tunnel your poof might end up making you deaf Uh (laughs) who knows like you will definitely feel the pressure change in your ears why do you think babies start screaming and howling once they feel the air pressure change on planes thank you for bringing up airplanes because everything you just said we already have to deal with on airplanes anyway. If you want to go from Los but Angeles to China, you know what? I'm, I'm not even because gonna, they have a lot of space to do it. I'm not even gonna go with just LA to China. Let's talk about Atlanta to China. Atlanta is home to the third biggest airport in the world. Well, that's different because you gotta account for air traffic. Right. You have to account for the fact that they have to fly north and then over because it saves a lot more on gas and it's a shorter distance than just crossing over the regular equator. And that's why I brought it up, because let's talk about the fact that the Hyperloop would go through the crust, like it would be under the crust of the Earth. So first of all, the Hyperloop would be able to travel. There's no way the Hyperloop is going to go yes. to the mantle of Earth. Yes, because the whole plan for the Hyperloop is for it to be underground much like Harriet took me um it would be underground it would be underwater and you would be at every destination that you could get to on the airplane in half the time because of the fact that technology technology is based on science which is based on physics which states that the shortest distance between two places is a straight line what more of a straighter line did we have but from, still, you were from still one underground the plane to the other. Because, like, when, when you take into consideration the amount of pressure, like, you have to really think about the amount of changes because underground, the pressure that you feel may be completely different. When you're under the water, up to a certain amount of feet, your lungs can literally collapse in on you. And that yourself. is true. And you have what, to be able to have something to withstand some, something of the sort also you have to be able to account for corrosion you have to account for the um the way it's being used all the time you have to account for in case there are repairs and if there need to be repairs you could easily delay some shit for like weeks at a time no because let's be clear let's be clear our as a human species because of the subway system in new york most of the major metropolitan systems uh, of transit in the major metropolitan areas of New of, of of America and of all the other first world countries, the human body has already gotten used to decreased pressure or increased pressure underneath the surface of the earth because of those mass transit systems. Second of all, let's not forget, we already have bridges of such from countries like America to England in which there are already underwater and underground tunnels in place. 
So if we created a hyperloop, what are they trafficking? we've already what huh? What are they trafficking? People. <laughs> human trafficking you confirmed that the united I mean, states and china were trafficking humans <laughs> i didn't i didn't say america and china i said america to europe mostly great britain uh uh and i ain't saying that we're gonna be going deep underwater i'm just saying there's already structures that are underground and underwater and if the hyperloop technology is perfected at the time span that it is supposed to be it'll probably compensate that compensate for that Especially if you add in the factor of human evolution to where we've already become accustomed to such a thing. Second of all, it'll be faster than airplanes. Third of all, we kind of already doing this shit. Like real talk without the Hyperloop, we're doing it at, 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 at like speeds that we're already used to. So if you consider the fact that if the Hyperloop technology is introduced in our generation, which is millennials, even though you're at the very, very end of the millennial spectrum, by the time Gen Z is done with this shit, the human race will already be used to that kind of air pressure. So we can travel oh, those distances yeah. at those speeds without it affecting our hearing, our sight, our lungs and other major bodily organs that are affected by air pressure. So it sounds like you're chancing evolution on us being able to adapt to the flaws that Elon Musk could just avoid by not making this dumb shit. You're really pushing for a lot, trying to get humanity just to jump onto his fucking flow of life, and Elon Musk isn't God. No, <laughs> Elon Musk isn't God, but let's not ignore the fact that it's, just, it's not just Elon Musk. He wouldn't even be able to create such technology if it wasn't for the fact that other people besides him of equal intelligence, despite his Asperger's syndrome. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to say despite that because I'm going to be I'm going to be a whole hood ass nigga right now. Uh, a, a nigga <laughs> with Asperger's. <laughs> a nigga with Asperger's. Delicious Asperger's. Is what, is what street niggas call a, a, a genius retard. All right. He already he's already superseded what we are afraid to go through in order to create. He's going into space, people. He already understands how he can beings, send, send retards to space. Like being retarded doesn't limit your travel abilities. Thank you, space. thank you. No, it doesn't. He's already planning to send people to Mars and the moon, and he's already sent a car into space and brought it back in one piece. Look, bro. Let's let's not forget about the Falcon. All right. You and I both reported the Falcon going out into space. Yes, both of us did. The Falcon going out into space and coming back. And we're not going to ignore the fact that he named it the Falcon after the Millennium Falcon because he was confident that it will work and it did. Well, he's a pompous ass. Of course, he's going to be confident about everything that he do, even if it don't work. That's See, the whole part. That's where you're wrong, man. That's where you're wrong. Because of the fact that he has Asperger's, he doesn't have the capacity to be a pompous ass. He can only work on logic, which is flawless at this point. But how do you know if that's true that he got this Asperger syndrome? 
How do you even know that that you was his what? mama on SNL? They could have hired some random chick and be like, all right, play play it up and act like you've known me your entire life because I'm your son and that I got Asperger's or something. Like, I don't want to say I got AIDS because I'm not quite Magic Johnson. But Shut just the fuck up. up so my people Shut the me. fuck up. Shut the fuck Come up. On. First of all, like, okay. 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 I'll <laughs> acknowledge. I will acknowledge that no, we don't know for certain that he has Asperger's. We don't know for certain that that was his mom on Saturday Night Live. But what we, we do know, know is up until certain. up until right now, like at, at this moment in history, what does he fail at? Everything. No, 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 no. You name he it. He failed at making the hyperloop. No, he didn't. Hey, he didn't. There's finish. a guy on he YouTube. Has, he, he hasn't finished the hyperloop yet. So therefore, by logic, he couldn't have failed at it yet. No, he can't. He and, can't. And well, I haven't failed at it yet. He not to mention, has, as, of, as of 2021, we can be for certain that the technology for the Hyperloop just basically doesn't exist yet. And that's mostly because him and a couple also, of other people who have chosen not to be named. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Let me finish. The only reason the Hyperloop <laughs> isn't finished is because he... And a couple of people who haven't been named have said that the technology has it, it doesn't exist all the way yet in order to complete the hyperloop. How much more futuristic can you get than by saying you in, you've developed the technology that the technology isn't complete yet because of our point in history? We don't have enough science to finish it yet. Therefore, it can't it cannot be a scientific failure yet. That is one way of saying we can't make this because this is not yet. possible to make. They say yet. yet because yes, anybody can say yet because they can attempt to do it, but that does that still doesn't deem it possible. It doesn't now, deem I, it possible, I, but I will, it doesn't it doesn't deem it impossible either. Don't deny let's that just this say be possible. However, let's just say that let's just say that even though Elon Musk is rich as dog shit. There might not just be enough money considering the fact that we have gone through a housing crisis in 2007 and then we had the pandemic of 2020. The money and just Elon might not Musk, be flowing to make it possible. All of those events has been chilling his goddamn dream house doing absolutely nothing but being a dumbass with no. alleged Asperger's. We can't, we can't even say he hasn't been doing nothing because we, as, of the as of the conception of Urban Nerd Weekly, we have consistently shown the progress of his company's <laughs> technology. Like we've, we've witnessed firsthand people seeing Jaguars, Bentleys, and Benzes as luxury vehicles, and now it's transformed into the Tesla being the number. Like we are, we live through Bugatti and Lamborghini, and now we're at Tesla, and Tesla is on the forefront of just car through Reliant Robins. What? <laughs> oh my gosh! I hope we got enough car head viewers that actually know what the Reliant Robin is. <sighs> It's a three-wheeled car from the UK. And every time you turn, the whole thing turns over. So what you're basically saying is... It's my dream car. First of all, yes, it probably is. Second of all, what you're saying is only people who can drive real good can drive that car. 
right? I but we would... could but we could also say the same thing about most newer vehicles. Let's just get it straight. The Bugatti is a car in which you can change cylinders while you're driving. Most people ain't ready for that. I'm ready for that because I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap motherfucker. So I would love to drive for four cylinders all the time. And then some asshole cut me off in traffic. And then I shifted up to eight to 12 cylinders and show them what is really. I mean, you know, I ain't got enough money to ever get it. I ain't got, I ain't say ever, but I don't got enough money to get a Bugatti right now. And if I did, I would, I would show them motherfuckers what they want. And as somebody who's just like me, you and me both know in the, in the city of Atlanta, the major metropolitan area, a Bugatti and a Tesla would negate the necessity for the mass transit system. So we could technically ride both of those cars out until Hyperloop technology is perfected. I mean, let's be real. What technology in its first generation is perfect? I thought so. If you say so. No, 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 no. I asked you a question. What What? technology that comes out in its first generation is perfected? Even the iPhone wasn't great in the first iteration of it. It was just amazing because nobody had ever had an iPod plus a phone in the same device before. But it took them like six iPhones to get it right. Man, the only thing that I feel like that has been made to perfection is the hammer. They have not changed the design of a hammer since they first freaking created it. That's the only thing in humankind that's been created that's perfect. And it wasn't perfect in the beginning because guess what? We created the hammer. Let's let's go all the way back. We created the hammer back in the caveman. No, yes, yes. Even we we created the hammer back in the caveman days. And no, it wasn't right in the first iterations. You know why? Because a lot of motherfucking cavemen died before we realized we needed to attach the metal hard or rock part to the wooden handle part. You know how many motherfuckers was trying to hammer some shit and that shit flew off and killed another caveman or cavewoman? Because, you know, we're equal opportunity. I don't think that happened too many times because they were able to figure that shit out. Yeah, it did. Look at the Flintstones. It was just a string I mean, that was created in a cross pattern point. formation. That is nowhere near perfect. That shit definitely flew off and fucked a couple of people up before they figured out, oh, we got to figure out a way to get this thing to stay. And even now, of most human beings have modern human influence. Uh-uh. No, because it's 2021. So no, the Flintstones don't have modern uh, human influence. It was influenced. It was influenced by the. It was. It was at most influenced by the technology, of of the nineteen sixties when the Flintstones first came out. And that still counts as modern technology because no, no, it don't. No, it don't. Because they didn't even know about AIDS then, Kitty. Hear me out. They were still smoking cigarettes and fucking raw dog. Before they figured that shit out. So you can't even possibly tell me that the hammer or the wheel was really perfected. This was before the Industrial Revolution. The wheel was not perfected until the Industrial Revolution. And as we all know, that was when Michael Jackson came along. And it had just got right by then. 
if you look at the astrological calendar, if you look at the calendar of life, oh humanity God. and all of humankind come in at the very ass end of the very last day of that goddamn calendar. Any everything to do with humankind is still modern because we don't know how how far back Earth dates. So technically speaking, we are no, still in a no, new, no, no, we do, we do. But I mean, we, I can't say it on this episode because I didn't know you was gonna say that, so I didn't look up exactly what year we figured that shit out. But we were, we are, we were already there by the time of the industrial revolution in the united states i know that much still modern humanity still modern day our our medicine is yes it's a little bit more advanced but they 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 didn't even they were struggling to still fix syphilis chlamydia and they thought that cigarettes were healthy at the point in time of history in which you're referring to well, and very people didn't cases. even know cocaine was bad for you in the point I mean, of history that you're referring to. Agents for like what, like oral, um, they still use cocaine and a lot of numbing agents. Where, like, in dentist offices, and no, a lot of no, they switched lidocaine, yeah. they switched lidocaine. No, they use they use cocaine in different. No. No, they stopped. They stopped. And and as an and as an African American woman, you should note that they stopped using cocaine for everything back in the days before the Industrial Revolution. Because when Black people took cocaine, they were outworking white folks in every facet of life. So they outlawed it because they wanted to even the playing field. So no, 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 no. They switched the light of cane because it didn't get you as hype. Okay, how about this? I, I, I see something. Even it's it's on Wikipedia saying oh. cocaine, hydrochlorine, or goprelto go is an ester local anesthesia and it was proved was approved for medical use in the United States in December 2017 and is indicated for the introduction of local anesthesia of the mucous membrane for diagnostic procedures and surgeries on or through the nasal cavity of adults. So yeah, what year? What dope. year? What year? 2017. That's horse shit. So listen, like if, if they first use of all, you just said Wikipedia. Drugs. They still use these drugs in micro doses for certain cases. Now they can't approve it for first of all. Um, let me tell let me like tell you the only use. drugs that are used on humans and micro doses is mushrooms and acid and DMT. And those are only approved for use by a licensed psychiatrist when in use for therapy. They they don't they haven't used cocaine for anything since the black people have been out working the white folks in New Orleans in the 1920s. It was right before prohibition. Like I promise you, if you look up whatever drug that you want to think of and say, how but if you can if you can bring me a source, you know what? This is gonna this is gonna be something we have to talk about in further episodes of Urban Nerd Weekly. If you can bring up a source more reputable than Wikipedia, because as of right now, I could get on Wikipedia and say people are snorting coke in order to work as a truck driver right now. I could do that right now on Wikipedia and it would be no problem. Especially okay. since you know I'm in school, right? 
as a college student, I have enough credentials to go on there and not only change whatever it says, but it will stick for a whole six months before anybody could really refute it. I mean, yeah, I will. I am willing to accept that debate on that. And I'm pulling up a um, link from medicinenet.com if you trust that. <laughs> Maybe. But we'll have to continue this conversation about Elon Musk, cocaine, drugs, and other such substances on a further episode. Right about now, right about now, we got to slide on over to some more topics in today's Nerd News Update. All right, guys. In honor of Mother's Day, we have an extremely special guest in, in the Urban Nerd Weekly Studios today. We got Mommy Nerd, a.k.a. Lady Space, a.k.a. Mrs. J. Rowley, a.k.a. Mrs. Space was here. How you doing today, babe? Hi. Y'all did, is this recording yet? Sorry. Are mm-hmm. We... Mm-hmm. Oh, hello. Are you going to put the video up? No. Okay. Hello. How are you? What's going on? I'm so proud of you for trying. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here. Being stupid right now. Uh, I can hear her. No, I'm being sincere. Oh, she was being sincere. That, that That's hard to know because, because it's Nano Kitty Cat. All right. So uh, like I said, we're doing a very special episode today for Mother's Day in honor of all the mothers here on Earth and in the great beyond. Uh, big shouts out to uh, Lil Space's mom. She's up in the ethosphere looking down on us, checking us out, making sure we do everything right today. And Mommy Nerd is in the building. So, Nano Kitty Cat, are you ready? Yeah. All right, babe. So, in honor she of... She didn't sound pretty. I know. In, <laughs> honor, in honor of a Mother's Day today... Uh, is this on? Mm-hmm. In honor of Mother's Day today, I would like to ask the mother of Baby Nerd and soon to be uh, Junior Space, how are you feeling today? Well, I just kind of woke up, so yeah, I'm good. You taking a, a pregnant mommy nap? Always. So just to let every, just to remind everybody, I've said this on a couple of episodes before, but mommy nerd is uh quite pregnant right now and 36 weeks tomorrow that is correct and you are also uncomfortable (laughs) can you uh tell all the urban nerd weekly listeners i don't think anybody wants to hear about my lightning crack they 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 do you would be surprised you would be surprised if you could uh tell everybody what it's like to be carrying a mini spaceship that would be great because they would be very interested to know because I've been talking about baby nerd for quite a year as we already yeah, know that's mini skinny and the, well, the new one is tranny skinny <laughs> yeah long man strong man that's right em. <laughs> <laughs> well you know I don't know if anybody has heard of what's the Laura Cleary uh that's where I got that word from lightning crotch lightning crotch she just had a baby and yeah it's like when the head is right there and it's just like boom, but it's not like hit, it hits you, but it's not like, you know, feels like your water's going to break, but it, it doesn't. It just hurts really bad. 
So she described it very nicely. And I thought that was a wonderful word because I've never had a word to describe that because I've been pregnant for two years. Never been able to fully describe how that feels. But yes, and I will go ahead and take the 50% credit for that being you being pregnant for two years straight. Um, it's and been quite a ride. Uh, what are some of your highlights of being not only a mommy, but mommy of baby nerd uh, for the last year? It's been interesting because he's a character just like his dad. Show enough, show enough. Uh, he's a screamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just likes to smile a lot. He doesn't like to have his diaper changed. Um, he's just a cool kid, man. I don't know. I just enjoy being his mom because it's what fun watching to see him grow. You and know? that's and that's also a lot of fun for me because um I've been waiting for baby nerd for quite some time. So as everybody on Urban Nerd Weekly already knows. It's been quite a journey before we got to Baby Nerd. And now that he's one plus years old now. He's 13 months. That's correct. So he's pulling up. He's trying to, he's trying to walk. He's he's scared a little bit. Um so him and his brother are gonna be what they call Irish twins. They're and, not like twins because they're born at the same time, but they're twins because they're born with less than 18 months apart correct the mundo and but those are doing the math that means they're uh, gonna be 14 15 months apart correct so uh space and mommy nerd will have two under two and that's gonna be quite another interesting ride over the next year yay double diaper changes oh yeah but you know what that means by the time all the diaper changes are done, we're gonna have a little, we're gonna have a little breathing room. So that's gonna be awesome. And I think, I think everybody in the Urban Nerd Weekly listenership uh, would like to congratulate you for being able to A, carry and deliver to uh, baby, uh, spaceship babies, because as everyone knows, we we are very, very unique individuals. Natural. Yeah, shouts out to Big Space and the mothership. What is that? What is that? That is that is my mom and dad. No, what is that? That is that is Nano Kitty Cat. That is her other name because yes, that is me. (laughs) (laughs) That is she, and she is she. I I know I don't (laughs) the most. Did she type that or something, and then it popped up? No, that's just her name already. So whenever the screen goes off, that's what pops up. Interesting. Yes. Nano Kitty Cat is a very interesting character. As a matter of fact, Nano Kitty Cat, you are a vet mom going on six years of a mom. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Well, I can say that um, my experience being a mom has been interesting. To say the the least. Nah, kids are never to say the least. (laughs) What is, uh, let let me ask you this, Nano Kitty Cat, because, you know, we don't, we only, we only talk about our progeny on the episodes in which it takes us longer to come out with. So what are your top two moments of mommyhood in the last almost six years? Um, Um, is a great word. 
All right. So let me ask you more specifically, how did you feel uh, the first time uh, baby kitty cat took her first steps? I was, (laughs) this is the legit dialogue that happened that day. I came home from work. I ended up peeping around the corner. Sam ran into my mom's room. She didn't walk. She ran. Um, she's just like me. I didn't start walking. I started running before I started walking. That is and she ran to my mom's room and I said, see, I caught you. I knew you were slipping. I knew you were lying. And right. she baby babbled back at me. We had an argument about her walking. You like had an a, argument a, a, with baby kitty cat before she could talk. So that means it was like, and you were like, I knew you could walk. See, I knew you get walking. She babbled back at me, and I'm like, "No, you can't defend your case because I saw you run. I seen it with my own eyes." And the thing she said back to me sounded just like she said, "You didn't see anything. You're lying." Like the the thing she was babbling back sounded like actual conversation. Now, as a parent, you can say that when you talk to your kid, nobody else understand whatever that means. But we already know it means give me some damn juice, quit playing with my life. <laughs> well, as somebody who has been conversing with Nano Kitty Cat for three seasons or Urban Nerd Weekly, I can definitely tell you that is absolutely what you deserved. Eh, to each his own. <laughs> All right, so another question. Uh, actually, I'm going to ask this question to Mommy Nerd first, and then I'm going to direct this question to you next, uh, Nano. Uh, Mommy Nerd, what is what has been one of the biggest challenges of mommyhood thus far? When I had to go back to work. When you had to go back to work? Yeah, when he was like two and a half months. And, and you were that missing was- him? deeply it was just hard because it was more so like I had to breastfeed we'll still do the whole breast pumping thing that's really hard in my line of work is being like a chef and stuff like that you don't really get no time to be doing that you had to hope that your people are really understanding which for the most part they were but at the same time they weren't because it just didn't it just didn't wasn't conducive for the environment that I was in so you know then you know what not being able to be home to so late and then he's staying up and waiting so it's a nice feeling when he comes in and he just like runs to me and stuff like that when I get off work and stuff and you know it's different when you get to see him every day all day and you get to you know play and just be like what are you doing catch him falling asleep on the floor now because he's such a big boy he is I miss, a big boy i miss that whole in-between stage but i guess it's okay because i always said that you know spaceship is very proud of baby nerd yeah i always said to myself i was like maybe you know it's okay because we had that time where we were like you know this time would be nice for you to be able to spend with him and you go to work and stuff like that, you know, considering this is, this is just like the first, second child. That is correct. So I guess to consolidate the answer, you would say that the biggest challenge you've had is when you go back to work, you kind of miss a lot of things with him in his first year. 
correct? Yeah, but at least I get to see Chase throughout the years until I get really busy yes. again in life. <laughs> and and I'm I'm very uh, ecstatic to be able to provide opportunity for that. Um, a lot of a lot of people on Urban Nerd Weekly don't know about my daily uh, daily stuff, but you know you guys know about the whole pandemic thing, and I've been uh, you know doing going real hard on talking to you guys because I haven't been at a brick and mortar job every day, but I have a new nine to five, so I have an opportunity to be able to provide mommy space with the time with both baby nerd and a little space to be able to enjoy and, and she be able to watch them grow. And, and that's one of the greatest joys that I've experienced um, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Nano Kitty Cat, what, what would you say, uh, since you've had time to think about your answer, <laughs> would be one of your greatest joys in your almost six years of mommyhood? Wait, that's not the same question. That is the exact same question. What is your, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is, hold on, let me give it space. What, Nano Kitty Cat, would you say was one of your greatest challenges in your uh, almost first six years of mommyhood? Um, feeling emotions that I don't normally feel. Such as? Caring. <laughs> giving a shit <laughs> actually like caring about another human being enough to like want to invest my time into them like that's what we say l-o-v-e kitty can you can you say that no you know i can't right but you, you those everything you just described is that so you kind of might as well vomit that word I mean, out when you put it put it into perspective realistically right. speaking here there's levels to it like you can have a friendship with somebody and you don't have to have that kind of love for them you can still have respect for someone you don't love you can still care about someone you don't love you know you can still do things and interact with people that you don't have that type of love or whatever type of connection love supposed to bring. You can still do these things. I mean, I live by this. This is what I do. Which, and it's just like bringing that human element into something that I'm not really good at being a human about. Yeah, that's a challenge. And I still haven't really learned that lesson. And I think it's important that you mention that because I, I'd like to bring that to the forefront because not everyone which is why I was glad to be able to bring both of you on the show at the same time today not everyone just jumps on the horse of of of, of those emotions um, right like you know a lot of parents they want to try to prove to others that they're the ideal parent I love my kid I love my family my son is my king yeah all that horse shit but deep down inside, you still have that much of a fucking hatred. Like you see a lot of a lot of things that I've saw on the internet between like women and their baby daddies is just hurtful. And I can't ever see myself being that type of way with my child or her father. You know, there's a lot of women out there that spite their their baby dads by telling them, oh, you can't do this. You can't see your kid until you give me more money. 
And then like, if you hear about like the way, like if a girlfriend or the baby dad hear about how, how the baby mama treat him, she might be like, oh, well, I don't like her or her baby and do something to the baby and stuff. And I'm like, I don't have time for all that. You know, I'm a decent human being enough just to know that children should be cared for properly. You know, it doesn't take a parent just to know that a child needs special treatment. Anytime you see a kid, the first thing that pop up in your mind is that, oh, I'm more mature than that thing. <laughs> I'm smarter than that. And that thing could easily kill its fucking self if you don't tame it, tame that little shit. So naturally speaking, you take on this role of, hey, I'm going to like not act like what I would want to, like, I'm going to act like a better person in front of this kid so this kid won't copy me. Basically. And you, and you know what? I'm so glad you brought that up because as an emotionally almost unavailable human being, I think it's a great spectrum to show someone like Mommy Nerd who has kind of waited for this opportunity versus someone who was thrown into motherhood. And it shows just the power that kids can bring. Like, even someone who doesn't care about most human beings like you nano kitty cat can reconcile with the fact that a child is going to imitate everything that they see and that you stepped up to the plate and become someone who can be something that your child can look up to even if you don't even always agree with yourself right and plus, you know, I'm not I'm not even going to go out my way and knock all the women who feel like they can't fucking do this shit and they give their child up for adoption. You know, I can respect the woman for taking that step because, you know, it takes a lot mentally and physically to be able just to grow something inside of your body for this long, have these different types of dreams, feelings, hopes and things and whatnot about what the experience is going to be once it comes out. And then you feel like once it come out, do I keep it? How long is it for me just to give this, this thing that I, this mistake that I made away? Because abortion may not have been an option for them. And they still feel like they're stuck trying to figure out what the quote unquote right decision is. And you know, when it comes down to that, I understand parents who feel that way. And if they could find a person that is, meets the credentials just to adopt the child, then go for it by all means. And if you end up finding out along the way, you know, within the respectful time frame, respective time frame that you are pregnant and you don't want it, you know, I'm not going to be one of those pro-lifers. I'm pro-choice. You know, I'm going to say that right now. I'm pro-choice. If you want to get rid of it, get rid of it. Because it's better if you don't bring a child into an environment where you don't feel like it's going to be safe. You have to ask yourself that many questions about the life, how this life is going to be for this child. And you don't need to bring it into a place where it can be hurt more than helped. And you know what? Despite a lot of what you said, I do totally agree with your overall statement here. So my next question to both of you is, I'm going to direct this to Mommy Nerd first, and then once again to you, Nano Kitty Cat, after. What would you say was one of your greatest joys of motherhood thus far? Uh, I just think the whole process of being a mom, like, when he hit a year, I was like, oh, God. I kept him alive for a year. I'm so proud of myself. 
<laughs> so rock on. I was that think that's like the most because you know you just don't you be you scared the entire time when they little and you just want to be like looking over them like all the time like you breathing you breathing you breathing mm-hmm. and for a whole year. I did that. Now I feel better. I still do that. Like now, like even earlier, you know, today I walked in the room, you were like, you didn't look on the camera. I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I went in there to look, <laughs> make sure you were breathing. <laughs> so. I mean, right on, right on, mommy nerd. I mean, everybody on Urban Nerd Weekly already knows about uh, Lil Nova and uh, the fact that he departed early. So, for the both of us i think that this first year of him you know just being right here and still active with us uh huh (laughs) (laughs) uh that's one of the that's one of them uh pregnancy things uh but yeah i think the the fact that after this first full year that he's still here smacking tables and walls and you know, getting mad at us for not feeding them fast enough has been a great joy for the both of us. Uh, Nano Kitty Cat, I'm sliding on over to you. What would you say in your almost six years of mommyhood would be, I know there's, you can't single it out to one thing, but what would be one of your top five highlight moments of being a mommy? Because let's just, let's just re- remember that I do uh, love uh, Little Kitty. So I, I play with her. I've seen her in action. Let's not say it like that. Huh? Let's not say it like that. What? <laughs> baby. Like, you know. Chris Hansen, Dateline NBC. Let's have a chat. Oh my Hi, God. You okay. Good. All right. All right. Oh, You're right. We in, we in, little girl. We're in 2021. And We're in PC culture. Kitty. Let me let me be clear. I haven't I haven't been inappropriate. However, uh, if anybody listens to between the last six and ten episodes, we all know that there was days where uh, uh, baby kitty was here, and you know she had to be kicking it here with uh, with baby nerd and uh, outside of the studio while we're recording, and you know what I'm saying. Uh, I do consider myself, considering that uh, Nano Kitty Cat is my play sister, I do uh, consider Baby Kitty Cat one of my nieces. So she's a she's an awesome gal. No pedophile shit. Which what the fuck times are we living in that I have to put this disclaimer in? But these are the things that are going on well, right now. So I will also, say you have to do a disclaimer that you haven't sexually assaulted me or Adrian or your baby boy or Sam or the other child involved in your life just to protect yourself. And unfortunately, that is true. However, yeah, let us, do a written, verbal, and video recorded. <laughs> I'm glad that you did, babe. So let's let's slide on over to now we're past the PC part of the show. We're in PC bro. <laughs> what is one of your highlights of being a mommy in almost six years? Now you know I can't answer that question because I still don't know. I mean like I, like, I, like, I like to point out that she has quite a personality, which <laughs> she totally got from you. So how about grandma too? She get it from very influential people in her life. 
But still, I can't say that I have any high moments or low moments for myself, like as far as being a parent. It is. You've been just kind of, you've been kind of cruising on the middle ground. Yeah, because like I never wanted to be a parent. I don't like kids to this day and still don't like kids. And, you know, I'm still fighting with that thought behind my head that I don't want to be a parent still. So, eh. And I fuck with that level of honesty because I think when you say stuff like that, there are women out there that that may agree with you but have been afraid to speak their opinion and their truth about being a parent. And and it kind of rings more true that you have those feelings and yet you have still been a mom every single day. And a wonderful mom. Oh, yes. Since the time that uh baby kitty has been here so that that really rings that i bet that resonates with more people than than you probably think it does baby kitty loves mommy kitty. Like, you know, the, the um the persona the image that i'm trying to like you know put out there for people to understand by me saying this is that you know for all the women who are out there forcing themselves just like say these type of things they don't have to keep lying to themselves because the quicker you tell the truth the quicker you're able to grow and get past it you're able to just to learn to do these things you can learn to love and stuff and you know I can see it in these women's eyes where they're like oh I love my kid just telling these open white lies in front of their kids faces like no you don't you don't that's, have to lie to them but that's you truer than most people willing to admit you don't have to say you love your kid every day majority of the time people who actually love you won't say it all the time you'll rarely hear it and that's how you can know through their actions through the tone of their voice through the way that they act around you the things they do for you that's how you can tell that there's love so like I don't really like to listen to all that shit and if there is no love if there's truly no care in the world you know for that kid you wouldn't do these things So I'm trying to teach myself that, you know, it's still possible for me just to learn to love through the things that I do, you know, and eventually I'll be able just to say, hey, love you and be serious about it. But I'm not going to keep lying to people. I don't say I love you lying to people like that. The only time you hear me say that is if you handed me a piece of cake. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I can't lie. Cake, cake, cake will manipulate your emotions just by the sugar frosting and <laughs> the, the breading alone. Yes, cake pie and um, what's the other thing? Oreo cheesecake specifically. Y'all already know Panda Gang. Yeah, Panda Nazis. Oreo cheesecake is awesome, and if Oreo could bring back Oreo yeah. cakesters, I, I really feel like I would bring out some new emotions as a man that I haven't had since I was. <laughs> quite a teenager and i'm right. so glad you know, in, in a whole different like everybody else <laughs> right <laughs> um i'm so glad we were able to have this conversation because i feel like we were able to present two completely different sides of this the spectrum of mommyhood which is something that i was glad to be able and to present coffee ice cream coffee ice cream <laughs> that will manipulate Ew. your emotions as well uh, first of all, sh- shut up, Nano Kitty Cat, because you you already know based off based off of everything you know me, anybody that's carrying my children is gonna crave caffeine in one yeah, form or another. Even it, because because she's pregnant, 
No, I just love coffee ice cream. Oh, she just I, I can I can get with that because if I ate more ice cream on a daily basis, I would probably eat coffee ice cream myself, even though I am toning down my caffeine intake. I'm proud to say that I haven't had a red so bull. Proud of you. I, I thank you, babe. I'm proud to say that I haven't had a red bull, which I'm addicted to in about a week and a half, two weeks maybe. Yes, yeah, maybe your, your discontinuation of Red Bull will mean that you'll gain some weight for once. I wish that were true. I really do. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Part of what made it easy was that Red Bull discontinued the tangerine flavor. And it broke my heart to the core. However, that let me know the fact that it hurt me that much. I needed to let it go. I have, <laughs> I have more priorities in my life. So, um, being a strong, independent black woman, I see you. So, I hate you so much. (laughs) And next up, we're gonna get into the mom shout outs for uh Mother's Day, and then we're gonna talk to you guys about our sponsors, and we're gonna get on up out of here. Um, pushing on my side, he's pushing on your side, yeah. that is adorable to me, but I know it is so inconvenient and uncomfortable to you right now. And I just want to let you know that that it makes me happy that you're willing to endure this to bring our progeny into the world. Your mom is so ugly. She went to an ugly competition and they said no professionals. Look at you write jokes outside the lines. <laughs> You know we gotta break out the your mama jokes on Mother's Day. We do, we do, we do. But uh, yeah, so that's all of our discussion about um mommy experiences, first year versus sixth year. Um, like I said, we're about to slide into the mom shout outs, and then we're gonna hit. Uh, we're gonna talk about our sponsors a little bit, and then we're gonna be up out of here, man. So thank you guys for being open and honest about how you felt about being mommies and your experiences. Um, there is that is something I will never experience. Thank you, Jesus. You can and, nobody cares about you having stuff in between your legs. And by that, she means a penis and balls. Did you <laughs> hear what I said? <laughs> but yeah, let's slide on over to our next segment in Urban Nerd Weekly. So before we get on up out of here, man, I want to give a a real huge, humongous shouts out to all the mommies of the world. You guys do an impossible job. I know me, myself, personally, I was a handful and I'm my mom's only child. But I want to give a a couple of real specific shouts out to some moms in uh, my world. Uh, Of course, started with my mommy. I love you, mommy. Uh, My grandma, Kelly, my grandma, Dot, my auntie, Sam, auntie, Nicole, Kiyosha, my big cuz, a.k.a. Miss Creative Customs, one of our sponsors. Uh, Shouts out to the cuzzo, Latifah, my cousin twin's wife who just had a brand new baby. So shouts out to you and your new little one. Uh, My big sis, Val, big sis of four. Uh, She was also like... Like, like one of the huge influences in my life. So big shouts out to Val, a.k.a. Ms. Uh, Sweet Case Cakery, another one of Urban Air Weekly sponsors. Uh, my little sister, Carmen, who is a mommy of two. Big, big shouts out to her. The homie, Shakoya Z. My, my nigga, Cece. She's a new mom, but a very old friend of mine. Big shouts out to you. Uh, Victoria, my sister, sister. Big shouts out to you and your two. My stepmommy. Love you, Makita. Happy Mother's Day. Also, my mom-in-law, Miss Elise, the homie Kendall, 
and uh, Grandma Peggy, which is my wife, uh, my fiance's grandma. Uh, huge shouts out to uh, Grandma Linda, uh, Mama Wanda, aka Three Ounce, out there on your bike and shit, doing your thing. Uh, Auntie Andre, Auntie Yvette, uh, my play cousin Tierra, and Brittany. Big shouts out to you guys. You guys are uh, are awesome, and I love you guys. Uh, shouts out to the homie Aisha. Uh, another huge shouts out to Miss Annie. That's uh Tia Stell's mom for not your average pod, not your average podcast in the seven one six. Uh, shouts out to Miss Lori. That's Chris Carnage's mom of uh Final Score and the Chris Carnage Show and the Boss Man over at Podcast City Network. Um, shout out to Missy and Kim. Those are um the mom and stepmom of me and God Jimmy. Shouts out to Jimmy. Um. Huge shouts out to the homie Brill. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to your twins up in heaven, man. They gone but never forgotten. Uh, shouts out to Tamika Sangster. And a forever, forever, forever Mother's Day. Uh, happy Mother's Day. And a rest in peace to the mom who made me a dad in the first place. Uh, Wendy, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Lil Nova's mom. You are gone, but you will never, ever, 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 ever be forgotten, man. We'll always love you, Wendy. Prayers up forever. And of course... Our extra special guest today, uh, Mommy Nerd, um, Lady A. So many names, but I just like to call her my heart. She is carrying one of my babies right now, and she's helping me take care of Baby Nerd. Happy Mother's Day, Adrian. I, I love you so much. I always have, and I always will, baby. Forever and ever and ever. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. And, and anybody else I forgot, I, 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 I'm so sorry. But like I said, shouts out to all the mommies of the world. You guys, like I said, do an impossible job. And none of the human race would be able to be here without you. Yes, this is a man's world. Like James Brown said. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. So <laughs> that is all for today's episode of Urban Nerd Weekly, man. Uh, happy Mother's Day, like I said. My name is Space, was here, but now I'm...